Got me on the speaker. 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 What? As we go live with the Freak Show Jam. What? As we go live with the Freak Show Jam. Woo! Last episode of 2021. I was noticing you were dropping out during the Freak Show Jam parts. What do you mean I was dropping out? Seemed like you were dropping out. What do you mean dropping out? Seemed like you were deferring like, like you were dropping the vocal. Oh, no. Okay, I'm bugging then. You bugging. I'm clearly bugging. You, My you, bad, y'all, I'm bugging. You bugging, buggy. I'm bugging out. I'm, I'm bugging out. I was thinking of a bug Pokemon, but I can't think of one. Weedle. You bugging, Weedle. You bugging a Weedle. You bugging, nah, Weedle. Nah, that was bad. But, you know who else is bugging? 2021 because it's about to be over this is our last episode of 2021 so like every other podcast or show in the world we're gonna do a clip show oh no <laughs> i know how much you hate though right. what what was the, the the show that will always have clip shows at the end of the year oh my goodness super sentai and common writer they always find a way to put a fucking clip show in there in the middle and it, you know what you know you're like looking forward to that to that episode and it's been like it's one of those weeks where like the, the story from the last four weeks you're like yo shit's about to like go down <laughs> only for them to spend the whole episode in the lab contemplating on how far they've come and bro <laughs> you want to show me how far you've come Show me you beat. Show me you beating the ass of that general that you couldn't beat in episode five. That's what I'm trying to see. Remix. Honestly, fucking clip shows. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that yesterday. I was like, I'm gonna tell them it's a clip show. I know this is gonna go on into a little tangent. You know what? That's gonna be that's gonna be the question of the week or the po- yeah the question of the week. Yeah. So, um. How do you guys feel about shows that do that? The clip shows, the uh, the episode where it's just clips from the past episodes that serves as kind of a catch up. That usually is supposed to be kind of a oh we're gonna use this to kind of further the story of this episode, but it doesn't really go there. It's just a reminisce. I don't I don't like clip shows. They're so. If I wanted wasteful. to go back on something, I'll just rewatch the episode. Exactly, clip shows were good back in maybe like. You know, older shows where you, if you saw... When once screaming you saw, didn't work, exactly. didn't exist. Once you saw that episode, you may not see that episode again for months. But now we have streaming, and it's just archaic. It's just archaic. It's done. It's played. It's washed. Clip shows are washed. That's it. It's over. It's done. But the heartache lives on inside. Oh, yo. Haiki. <laughs> Haiki. Especially for the episode... Especially for the shows that would that would have two clip shows. Why? Like a two-parter. Oh, no. Thankfully, it wasn't a two-parter. For that, for that, I just peace out. Like, you won't give me two clip shows in a row? I might peace out for, this, for the rest of the season. Like, thank... See, Kamen Rider Zero One got a little bit of a pass because this was also the beginning of COVID. Oh, well. Yeah. And also, to be fair, I kind of skipped the, uh, I, I skipped a few of the clips, especially on, like, Kira Major. I didn't, like, 
that was like the first and second episodes like basically with narration it was basically a director's cut but like a real like a true director's cut like the director really speaking out here but it's the characters oh as the characters it's not like oh in this scene i was doing this no not quite it's more like in this battle you know we we had just met and shit um but yeah i didn't watch that i i, I saw five minutes of that and i'm like oh this is like a this is a clip hour no <laughs> clip hour no but yeah you're absolutely right for that i just go back to the beginning yeah. go back to the old episodes you know, where, when they actually did the thing. It's a clip yeah. show. There was this episode in the third season of Avatar The Last Airbender that I, that I somehow would constantly catch that rerun. And it was kind of a clip show. And it was just so annoying because I'm there like, yo, like we're so far into the story. Let's keep going. I want to see what happens. I, wanna, I already saw this shit. <laughs> So this shit gets frustrating. And I get it's also like a catch-up for people who maybe may have missed it. It's really, at least as far as from the viewer's perspective, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be if you haven't caught a few episodes. If you missed a few episodes or if, you, um, if you're tuning in for the first time. Which I get, but like, you see, that's what, that's what, that's what Netflix needs to have. Like, uh, just in case you haven't seen this, and then with the skip intro button at the in the lower right corner. Wow. That's what they need. That's what they do in Pokemon Journeys. Really? Yeah. Our hero, Ash Ketchum, and his new friend, Go, are traveling. And, yeah, you could just skip the intro. Hmm. Skip the intro... I got a little heated about about clip shows. Listen, like... I did that on purpose. Clip shows be fucking me up, y'all. I did that on purpose. Just... I'm going to take full credit for that one. Goodness. You're so cute. Thank you, baby. Do you feel me, though? I don't like clip shows. They whack. I think they're a waste of time. Waste of time. Waste of productivity. Waste of creativity, honestly. <laughs> um, we were talking a few episodes back about like why British shows have such short seasons. You know, they don't really have uh, they don't really have that many that much land area for like all the extravagant studios that we have in you know, especially on like the in in Georgia and especially in California. Um, I mean, a lot of that was just, you know, was just desert that. That was inhabited by uh, native, you know, Native Americans who were displaced. Well, mm. who the border jumped rather. Yeah. Um. So. They 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 used a lot of like real scapes. Um. You know, a lot of the places that they film. That's that's the real place. That's on location. Um. You know, they don't have. Like uh, the set of the Fresh Prince. Hmm. <laughs> I feel like there were sets that were definitely used for multiple shows. Full House. Full House was used for multiple shows? I don't know. It I could see it. Like, it seems like it. I could see at least like the like part of it. Like, I don't think... You know what? I could see it. I, I never saw like Family Ties or any of those shows. Any of those 80s uh, sitcoms. 
the only 80s sitcoms I know are like uh like different strokes and uh two 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 seven. I'm looking up sets that were reused, so I'm gonna give you an answer. Ooh. Once it loads. No, this is mine. Fine. <laughs> Fine, but then I'll look up movie sets. Whoa, this says movie sets that were cursed. I saw that too. Uh, you can look that one up. Oh gosh. So, um, while you're looking these up, I got we got the cursed movie sets from Screen Rant. Oh, what's, look. So, you know the in season 5 finale of The Office when Jim and Pam discovered they're pregnant? Uh-huh. Um apparently the hospital is Scrubs, Sacred Heart Hospital. I can see that. Okay. Yeah, looking back, yeah, it looks like it. But they have like this certain tint on the show that that you could that, that definitely is something that if you don't pay attention you'd miss easy. Mm. Cuz Scrubs I feel like the whole t- the whole show just has kind of something of a blue tint that uh, that the office just doesn't have. If Molly's home from Mike and Molly looks familiar, it's because it's the same living room set from Roseanne, only oh. refurbished. Oh wow! Okay, wow. That see that I would never have guessed. Wow. That's 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 a long shot. Um, Gilmore Girls and Pretty Little Liars. Apparently, a number of the landmark buildings and houses in Gilmore Girls, Stars Hollows, were redressed for Rosewood. Okay, I don't know. The town in which Pretty Little Liars takes place. Well, yeah, but I don't know. Hmm. Saved by the Bell on That's All Raven. Parts of Saved by the Bell, Bayside High School, were repurposed for That's All Raven. Nice! Where the feature school was also Bayside High. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, now that I think about it, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I never knew the name of, uh, <laughs> Sorry. the name of, uh, of, of Raven Baxter's high school. Yeah, I don't remember. Nor I. Hmm. I guess, or rather, I never knew it. You got any more? Um, let's see. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, baby. Die Hard and Speed. Die Hard, okay, no. So, the massive spa that's Die Hard's Nakatomi Plaza is one of the action cinema's most memorable locations, and it shows up in the opening of Speed. I like Speed. Did you like Speed? I, I don't think I've seen Speed. Oh. I'm trying to see Star Trek. I'm not much of Star Trek, so I really don't know what to tell you. They didn't have a list specific to like sitcoms and or TV or at least just TV shows. No. That's annoying. Uh, sitcoms. Well, it's the same one I just shared. Oh. Thirty-three popular TV shows that shared the same set. Wow. I didn't know there were that many. <sighs> like all the same set or like groups. I don't know. This is what's telling me, but how do I go to... Mo- oh, I have to log in? Ugh. Okay, so Roseanne and Mike and Mike. Oh, look! It even shows us uh, the... It kind of even looks looks the same, the sets. Yeah. Oh. 
And then we also have Gilmore Girls and Pretty Little Liars, which I said already. All right, so we're repeating the same shit. Saved by the Bell and iCarly. Oh. All school classrooms pretty much look the same, whether you go to school at Bayside High in the 90s or you go to Ridgeway Junior High in the late 2000s. Wait, they were in middle school? Apparently. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. But later on, weren't they in high school? I don't know. They went have that conversation about their age the other day. The school, the show went on for like four or five years. Didn't it? it started, I feel like it started in like 07 and ended in like 2012. Hmm. Beverly Hills, 90210, and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay, I don't remember. I don't really remember Buffy like that. Uh, I, I wasn't think, I wasn't into Buffy. And I don't think I ever, I don't recall ever properly watching, uh, and, and a full episode, or even... Yeah, I don't recall ever watching a full episode of 90210. Either one. Weren't your name the third character in 90210? Apparently so. <laughs> my middle name, not my first name. Yes, your first name is Cyrex. Yes. <laughs> Legally. Legally. <laughs> uh, oh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, also in the American... The Secret of the American... Life of the American Teenager. Did I tell you that I was rewatching that? Yeah. How upset it got me. Yeah, them parents for that that family was just a hot mess. Yeah. Everything about that. That was just a hot, hot, hot mess. Drake and Josh and Victorious. Okay, I can see that. That's an easier through line. Yeah. Alright, I'm trying to think of what did you get about Haunted? Alright, so so for haunted movie sets, we got The Crow. Now, uh, the movie was... So basically, the Brandon Lee, Bruce Lee's son, um, was, was filming this movie and he, he um, died on set due to a malfunctioning prop weapon. Oh, damn. Many other crew members were injured on set prior to this accident and eerily enough, Lee had reportedly referenced the fact that he thought his family was cursed and that he would be dying soon to several crew members prior to the accident. Holy shit. Mm. Yeah, um... Hit, Bruce Lee also died, um... On, I believe he collapsed on the set of a movie as well. And, um... Basically, yeah, the stunts had... The stunts seemed to have gotten to his body. His, his heart was, like, pretty enlarged. Oh, wow. Either his heart or his brain. But one of them, one of them had, like... It was... He pushed his body a little too much. Or a little too far. Insidious. Uh, let's see. Many of the people that worked on this film reported feeling uneasy and like there was just a generally negative energy all around the set when they were filming. Along with that, they reported that they could hear strange buzzing coming from various empty rooms around, around the set when no one was in them. Oh, damn. Whoa. Rosemary's Baby from 1968. Uh, this movie's curse set uh, is one that allegedly followed a number of different crew members and people uh, working on the film. The movie's composer fell to his death at a party. The producer had life-threatening uh, kidney stones and was allegedly hallucinating about Rosemary coming after him with a knife in the hospital. And uh, director Roman Pol- oh jeez director Roman Polanski was famously dating and expecting a child with Sharon Tate when Sharon Tate and a couple of her friends were murdered um, by members of the Manson family shit 
That's a lot. Yeah. That picture's scary. That's why uh that's why he turned around and made that tragic ending in, in Chinatown. Yeah. Uh, so then we have the innkeepers, which is the scary picture. Who is that? Um, I don't know. Let's look up the innkeepers. Sarah Paxton, yeah. AKA the girl who was replacing like everybody in oh eight oh nine. Oh, yeah. She was picking up everybody roles. I was like, we're oh, not going to know what it said Halloween right? sound. Halloween sound? Oh, that's me now. What's it called? Um, I feel like there was I feel like there was at least one other show that, that she came through like. Nah, but do, do your thing, Sarah Paxton. Make your money. All right. So according to many crew members who worked on this film, the set was also haunted. Crew members working on the innkeepers reported seeing lights turn themselves on and off. Uh, obviously, that's Nosferatu. <laughs> doors close. Doors open and close by themselves, and would even receive mysterious phone calls. Well, that's scam likely. Only to learn that no one was on the other end when they picked up. Damn. Yeah, they they hadn't heard about scam likely in twenty eleven. I guess. The possession. The casting crew would experience uh, strange things like unexplained gusts of cold air on set. But by far, uh, the most mysterious thing involves the Dybbuk Dybbuk box? The Dybbuk box propped. Mm. What is a Dybbuk box? A wine cabinet claimed to be haunted by a Dybbuk, a concept from Jewish mythology. Okay. After filming wrapped, it was put away in a storage facility, but was later destroyed in a fire at the facility. Okay. Uh, the Amityville Horror from uh, seven, from nineteen seventy nine. While the story of the Lutz family is already scary, reports from the sets of the films based on their stories are even creepier. James Brolin, the actor who played George Lutz in the original film claims that he was considering accepting the role in the movie oh, when he was considering accepting it a piece of clothing in his closet fell down on its own and Ryan Reynolds who played the same role in the 2005 version re- reportedly woke up every night at 3am for no apparent reason while filming jeez Whew, okay we got the rising 2 no, The Ring 2. My bad. I was like, what's The Rising 2? What's The Rising 1? <laughs> Alright, so in the first film, it was re- it was revealed that Samara died after her mother pushed her into a well on their property and she drowned. Uh, drowning and water in general were major themes in these films. So that makes the fact that the set flooded during filming pretty creepy. Wow. Huh. Poltergeist. I've heard about that. Okay. Number of... I see. The number of... Uh, what's it called? Wow. Number of people involved with the series met tragic ends after the movie's release. Dominique Dunn, the actress who played Dana Freeling, 
was murdered by her boyfriend a few short months after the movie was released. Yo. Uh, the star Heather O'Rourke passed away from septic shock just a few years later at age 12. Two actors from the sequel passed away uh, after the release due to complications from disease or surgery. Holy shit. The Exorcist. That's the, that's the Whopper. I've heard about that one. Uh, not quite the Whopper though. No. This is this is this this is the regular Whopper, y'all. The next one's gonna be the 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 triple Whopper. So, uh, for The Exorcist, uh, seventy three. Much of the movie takes place in Reagan's room, and it is one of the most uh, iconic locations in the movie. Not only is the location in the film that many people wait, fuck me. Not only is it the location in the film that many people think of when they think about The Exorcist, it's also the set that apparently had something incredibly strange happen to it. According to Ellen Burstyn, a fire broke out on the film set and destroyed the entire thing, except for Reagan's room, which was left untouched. Holy shit. And finally, the triple whopper. The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Starring Tina the Talking Tummy as Emily. I'm just kidding. I'm just quoting her. I'm just quoting her character from Wait. from White Chicks. It's Jennifer Carpenter. <laughs> Jesus, baby. I always thought that scene was so. Re- I mean, granted, yes, I, it's clearly real. There's unfortunately because of society, you know, women who do see their bodies that way. But I that scene is still fucking ridiculous. Anyway. Um, along with being based on a heartbreaking true story. Holy shit. I did not know that. I've said holy shit like 19 times. Wait, what? what's based on a true story? The Exorcism of Emily Rose. That's based on a true story? Based loosely on Annalise Mikkel, a German teenager who died during an exorcism in 76. The movie allegedly also had a super haunted set. So, Carpenter reportedly said that while they were filming the movie, she experienced some strange paranormal activity. She stated that every night, her radio would turn itself on with no explanation. That's it? Yeah, at least say more. Like, yeah, at least tell us. I don't know. Somebody was... Yo! This is number one. Like, what the hell? <laughs> this was the triple... See, this is, this, is, this is your uncooked triple whopper. And, um... Normally, Screen Rant is great with these lists, but this one kind of kind of petered out at the end. Yeah. Either way, y- y'all should check out Screen Rant just for lists in general. The ones that there are, the ones that are trending now apparently are the ten most ex- unexpected things to happen in the original Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, we'll just skim through them. Skim through. Lando's betrayal and the hero's capture. Yeah, I'm sure nobody saw that shit coming. A musical number at Jabba's place. Eh. A second Death Star. In Return of the Jedi. No comment. <laughs> Vader's master in The Empire Strikes Back. You know what? Yeah, with, um... I'll just skim through this. In A New Hope, there's so much mystique surrounding Vader. Nobody quite knows his role in the Empire, nor even his species, when they watch the first film. Only that he is one of the scariest villains to ever grace their screens. Yeah, I guess... Yeah, I guess so. 
the Ewoks in Return of the Jedi. I guess that. I mean, maybe you don't. Maybe you didn't expect that, but you expected more aliens, right? Mm. Okay, Luke and Leia revealed to be siblings. All right, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That was a huge like. Wait, what? Yeah, that had especially back then. That had to be such a mindfuck. Sweet home Alabama. Have you seen those videos on Instagram? No. Like something like a girl like post. I they said not to fall in love with your cousin, but I did. It's like her and her boyfriend, and then it breaks into a guy going. (laughs) Let me see if I can find a video because they're so funny. That's amazing. He starts singing like Sweet Home Alabama. Keep, keep going. Let me see if I can find one. Jeez. Oh, McClunky? McYunky? I think it's McClunky. And uh, Han not shooting first. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure, like, at least I've heard that in the original cut, Han shoot for, shot first, I think. That's, like, one of the, been one of the most debated things. It says here, Han shooting first makes complete sense and is an amazing little character moment. Change it to greedy Greedo shooting first with an awful CGI head movement was criminal, as was making them shoot simultaneously. Every time it's changed from the original, fans are shocked. More recently, A New Hope and this scene have, uh, have been given perhaps the most pointless change to a film ever. Uh, Grace Greedo shouts McClunky before getting shocked, or before, before getting shot, becoming a meme and shocking fans in hilarious fashion. I don't know that. Darth Vader's humanity is revealed. Wait a second, what? Oh no, it's because of the... Okay. Yeah. Uh, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. (gasps) That's not true. It's impossible. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. Yeah, that's true. He uh, the 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 line is not Luke. I am your father. Yeah, four spirits and the exception of death, or the accept exception, the acceptance of death. Um, maybe because I grew up knowing the original trilogy, I guess I can't. I can't fuck. I can't. I can't understand this one. No, I am your father. Like we just covered, that was of yeah. That that had to. Don't they talk about how in Pitch Perfect? So you just guess one of the one of the greatest cinematic reveals in history. <laughs> Vader means father in German. Does it His really? name is Darth Father, according to uh, according to, to Becca. <laughs> Vader means father. Okay, Vater is father is father in German, and then Vader, as as it's spelled in Star Wars, is uh, is is Dutch. Oh. But it's pronounced okay. It's pronounced Fodder, but it's spelled like Vader, like Darth Vader. Well, that's fun. Okay, see now that's the that's that deserves to be number one. <laughs> see, they didn't see they, they this is. That that previous list was the exception. This is more the rule. 
No, 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 no. No, there's a there's a list about Spider Man No Way Home. Don't do it. Yeah, let's just say, by the time, the next episode is out. Not this one that's coming. Not this one that you're listening to right now. But the, the one next one is year. out. Uh, we'll have seen Spider Man No Way Home. But in the meantime, do you want to talk about uh, Hawkeye? And at least how we feel. We don't, I'm not going to give you all like the rundown like I usually do. We don't need all that. I liked Hawkeye. It was good. Hawkeye was fun. I, I appreciate that. I guess I always got the vibe that it was going to be kind of a lighthearted series. Like, it's definitely not as heavy as uh, as, as WandaVision. It was good, or, though. Or, um, or uh, Cap- what's it called? Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, but it was good. I liked yeah, it. Yeah, it was. I, I liked... Um, I, I really... liked the subtle humor in it. Definitely. Because it does have some subtle... I think they had some fun uh, supporting characters. Yeah. I love the LARPers. They were great. Especially, um, what's his name? Grills and... Oh, damn. What's the... What's it called? What's the, what's the dark skin girl's name? Uh, Let's find out. I don't remember her name. NYC Billy? LARPers. Hawkeye. Is it Billy? Here we go. Is it something with a B? We're going on the... Wendy. What? Where did it get B from? I don't know. Oh, Bombshell. That's how they called it, right? That, that, yeah, that, that's, that's the... Um, What's it called? Oh, and she's a cop. Yeah. And Grills, if I'm correct, is a, he's a he's a firefighter. He's a firefighter. What are the other two? Aren't the other ones cops too? I know they're Let's in public safety. Alright, so we got Orville and he is Oh, it looks like we don't know his profession. And then Missy. Yeah, it looks like we don't know what she does either. But yeah, it was it was definitely fun seeing them like grow. I'm like I'm here like okay, we're only gonna see them once. You know how worried I was. Do you understand, <laughs> listener? Do you understand <laughs> how worried I was that Grills was going to get smoked? Yeah. Holy shit. Like, such a relief. Gave Hawkeye a place to stay. Um, I also appreciate that Jack wasn't, uh, you know, didn't turn out to be a villain. That was quite a plot twist. He was just a red herring. He really oh, was. Uh, I'm sorry, y'all. If we haven't if we haven't established it by now, spoilers. Spoilers ahead for Hawkeye. If you have not seen Hawkeye, oh, around. That was uh, a plot twist for me. That was awesome, honestly. Because he just gets his sword and starts fighting the bad guys. Yeah. And even and even her, uh, Kate. She apologizes in the middle of the fight. What was his reaction? Because she, she told him that, right? That she that she thought he was a villain? Yeah. He's like, it's okay. It happens. <laughs> He's so understanding. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that, that means that all his attempts to like be a, to like be a, a familiar, a familial figure were like genuine. Yeah. But it also means that Eleanor ain't shit. Yeah. Is this what heroes do? 
arrest their mothers on Christmas. But shut the fuck up. Yeah. I like you better in the. Uh, I like you better in the Conjuring. <laughs> Go conjure stuff. Go conjure stuff. Yeah. Mm. No, nah, but she's a good actress. Weren't you wearing that shirt? Yeah, but it got wet. Yeah, so it, you know, I'd, I'd like for it to get dry, and then maybe I'll put it back on. Okay. I like that nobody said anything though. I was like, I mean, the next shirt that I, the the first shirt that I see is also blue and almost the same shade of blue. Yeah. Yeah. So I so I was making soup this morning, and I washed the pot the, uh, in which I make the soup. And while I was washing the pot, my shirt got uh, wet. Luckily, not dirty with anything, but you know, just wet. And it's a thin shirt, very comfortable, but it's also, you know, it's thin and I, you know, I just didn't want it to be, uh, you may hear it in my voice, I'm a little phlegmy. Mm. Yeah. So I've been drinking the soup. It's Lipton soup. It's real basic. But it's, you got your booster. Yes. I got my booster. I got some Sudafed, which I'm probably going to take uh, sometime during this episode, on during the recording of this episode. And I got... um. What's it called? Like, did I say the soup already? Yeah. I got my soup. So, yeah. I just put on another shirt because I didn't want to be in my honestly cold house with myself, with my very susceptible to cold self <laughs> uh, with a wet shirt on that is asking to get sicker. Luckily, that's my only real symptom is just being uh, congested. Okay. Yeah. Yay. Because I think I'm like 1% runny and more like 99% uh, just congested and phlegmy. But drink your soup, y'all. Prepare your soup. Have some salt. Have some pepper. Little oh, bit man. of hot sauce. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Now it's better. You already know. So, um, I, I, I really appreciate also that Really, Kate's like the first brand new Avenger that we're seeing, um, you know, from the beginning of the journey that we, you know, as far as phase four goes, everybody's been somebody who's been active for some time. Like, we haven't seen Shang-Chi or the Eternals, but I mean, the Eternals are the Eternals. They've been around. And, <laughs> and Shang-Chi... From what I understand, his movie starts with him being, you know, having been active for some time. Or at least the main, the bulk of his movie starts with him having been active for some time. And of course, Black Widow takes place during phase, during the phase three movies. It it takes place basically um, throughout uh, or in between uh, Civil War. So we're dealing with people who are established. WandaVision, uh, Wanda and Vision were established. Um, the only, they, they really introduced, uh, Agatha and a preview of Speed and Wiccan. Um, you know, with, with Falcon and Winter Soldier established, we get a preview of Elijah Bradley. And we, you know, open and shut the, the Flag Smashers during, during that series. Uh, with Loki. Mm. I mean, Loki's gonna get another season, so Loki's established, but this version of Loki... Y'all understand, but Hawkeye, this is the first time that we're getting, in in the shows, like, since, really since, damn. 
Yeah, it's been a while since we got a hero at, like, who's just starting out. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's important, especially since she's supposed to be such a big figure moving forward. And, um... I don't know, it's just... There, there were just so many points where I thought, where I was like, oh my goodness, it's so lighthearted, but it's just, they make it seem like somebody gonna die. <laughs> uh, how'd you feel about the villains? The, the tracksuits? Yeah. I couldn't keep the secrets. What is it? What was it? Let's move, bro, or let me help you move, bro. What was their name? <laughs> Drop your weapon, bro. Yeah, that's all I would say. Apparently, they're like that in the, in the comics. Really? Yeah. It was good, though. It was funny. Yeah. I think they added that little humor. I like how, uh, towards the end, spoiler alert, he's like, you were right. I should talk to my to my girlfriend better. Yeah. I'm taking her to go see, I think, some, who was it? Maroon 5. I Maroon 5. And then she's like, but you're still going to shoot me? He's like, sorry, bro. <laughs> sorry, bro. Uh, Goodness. Um... I, I did I I liked um I liked Maya's story also. Um you know, of course it, it was the it was that kind of thing where it's frustrating but you get where she's coming from. Yeah. What I didn't get was Yelena. I appreciated her, her presence throughout the show. I appreciated her humor. But just her MO. Like What what ain't you get though? Why did why didn't she know anything? Why why didn't she seem to know anything like about about Clint? I mean, she seemed to know about his time as Ronan, but she didn't seem to know anything about like the depth of of uh, of uh, their of of his and Natasha's friendship. Mm. I you know you know what I really really appreciate though what. Was it at the top of episode five or six where they give us, um, what's it called? Her and another black widow breaking into someone's house only, uh. only, only to give her the, the answer to be like, uh, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not hypnotized. I'm a mercenary. <laughs> um, only for her to go into the bathroom, get snapped and then get blipped. It's funny cause you said it. You're like, I think, you're like, I think she's going to get snapped. And then sure enough, it happened. Yeah, it was too perfect. Like, they, 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 like, uh, the fact that she was going to go see Natasha. And it's like, okay, so what's, you know, she's going to, she's either going to survive and get to see her or, oh no. She's, which, and, you know, that immediately clicks because it's like, damn. If, you know, the fact that she came back, she never got to, she never got to meet, to reunite with Natasha. That's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, you know, I, I can understand her being, like, angry. But it's just the fact that it was, like, so calculated. Like, if she was going in with just pure ferocity, I could I could understand. She's just being rash. She's angry. This is all emotion. But it's the fact that she was so calm, cool, and collected and still considering Hawkeye an enemy. Mm-mm-mm. Like I that that's the part that kind of didn't quite didn't quite check out to me. But they they figured it out at the end, so you know. And there were there were there was like just so many so many little things to notice, even if you're not like a a deep diver. 
Um, the fact that the fact that Hawkeye wears a you know uses a hearing aid now. Yeah. Because of all the, uh, all the loud sounds and all the damage he's done to his hearing. And as superhero shit, you know, at least at the very least, um, whatever damage whatever damage Steve had to his hearing probably got probably gets undone. And um, probably same goes for Hulk. And, I mean, Tony has the freaking the freaking suit. Mm-hmm. And Thor's a god. Mm-hmm. What's up with them? Having, what's up with them featuring Ant Man, like in the freaking Battle of New York? <laughs> like I, I'm sure everyone's just like what. And of course, you know, Hawkeye points out he wasn't even there. He didn't come till later. But I do like the the reference to Scott, though, with the arrow. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, I got to ask Scott about that. And yeah. then the owl takes it. He's like, well, or there's that. <laughs> to be honest, that's all I wanted. That's all, Even if nobody appeared, all I wanted was just talk about talk about any other Avenger. Just to remind us that this world is still connected. Um, but they did that on, a, on an even bigger level than I anticipated by bringing in Wilson Fisk. The very same Wilson Fisk portrayed by uh, Gorin from, from uh, Criminal Intent. Mm-hmm. Who, uh, who was also Wilson Fisk, a.k.a. Kingpin, by the way, in, uh, in Daredevil. I didn't watch Daredevil. I just got the alert for it today on Netflix. I just at, at, when once I saw that scene of him just like, just like freaking, fighting fighting henchmen for like, several minutes straight. I'm just like, is this the show? <laughs> like at least th- this looks way cooler than Luke Cage. And Luke Cage was even kind of a slog sometimes. Uh. So yeah, I don't think I could do. I don't think I could do Daredevil. I never watched Luke Cage season two. I watched one episode of Jessica Jones. That shit was a slog. I hear it's way better, but I mean, I'm I'm just gonna say I've seen the one episode, and that one episode is a fucking slog. Uh, I can't. I just can't. I don't like her face. <laughs> That's true. I don't like her face. Her face annoys me. I don't think I've seen her in anything else, Kristen Ritter. Her face so noisy. I saw Jessica Jones. And I don't know. There's something about her face I just don't like. Are you I looking it. her up? I get it. No, I, I, I have... Because I, I have actors whose faces I just can't with. Yeah, I just... I like don't... Dax Shepard. I don't think he's a bad actor. I don't think he's a bad actor at all. I think he's kind of funny sometimes. He reminds me of Juan. Like yeah. Tessa, right? Yeah, I see it. Like a... Like a, uh, like uh, like an Oklahoma Juan, Oklahoma or like Juan? a South, like a you know Nebraska Juan. <laughs> Dax Shepard's probably like from New York or something. But yeah, I I just I or can't. He's from Michigan. Oh, he's from oh he's from not too far from where that shooting happened. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't I don't like her face, and I've tried. I really have. Let's see. She was in... Oh, she was the lead, wasn't she? In Don't Trust the Bitch in Apartment 23? Yeah. I never got around to watching that. No, me either. 
Let's see. That's right. The the defenders. That that. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. They tried. They really tried. That was another slow show. So slow. Look, I can understand the. Def- no, you know what? I can't. The defenders first linked up like as a team in episode five. <laughs> Out of eight? No, like all four of those shows are already too slow as it especially Iron Fist. Iron Fist was like basically the focus of like the first couple episodes, and he was so boring. What's his name? Uh Finn Jones. Look, I'm sure that Finn Jones is, you know, he's a fine actor and other stuff. We know there's stuff. He is so... I don't even know the Iron Fist character like that. But wow, he is so boring as that character. <laughs> What's his name? The, 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 the ally, Colleen Wing. She was aight. She was cool. <laughs> I, I mean, just from, just from his appearances in The Defenders, I don't think I would ever watch Iron Fist. You're funny. He was so boring. You're like, it's a solid no from me. That's such... That is a solid no, a liquid no, a plasma no, but not a gas no, because y'all might, y'all might take that as a yes. <sighs> Just no. Goodness. Um, what was I going to say? Just everything about that show was slow. Like, the hand was boring... Um, the only characters that I really cared about were, like, the ones from Luke Cage. And, I mean, I guess I care, I like the characters from Daredevil, but, I don't know, the show just, the show didn't draw me. I, I, I may have seen, like, in a, I think I only saw scenes from, like, when my sister was watching it. Mm-mm. But, yeah, no, just no. And they had, they had, you know, good cast. Sigourney Weaver as, um... What was it, Alexander something? Alexander Rand? Or is it, is it Alexander Hand? I don't know. I don't remember. Alexander something or other. Yeah. Um. Simone Mystic as as Misty Knight. I th- I thought that I thought that I think Misty is a great character. I think Simone Mystic plays the hell out of her. Let me see. What does she look like? Uh, her the cop. The, the oh yeah. Character. I think she's dope. Um, with the whole arm getting cut off too. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she gets like a bionic arm in the second season of Luke Cage. You're asking the wrong person. How do you make it past season one? Nor I. But yeah, the just just uh, no. Unfortunately, I mean, it looks like it looks like Charlie Cox though is gonna continue uh, being Daredevil, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Maybe I should watch Daredevil. Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> wow, that's that was a total. I'm not gonna watch it with you. I mean, I'll I'll watch. I I won't mind. You know, catching some scenes with you. No, you're not going to. Baby, it just it just seems so boring. <laughs> and I like I like Charlie Cox's portrayal. I I don't even. I really didn't mind. The uh, the only things that didn't bother me about that episode of Jessica Jones that I watched uh-huh. were Jessica Jones herself and uh, the dude with the afro, Eka Darville's character. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I like him. He was a he was a power he was a Red Ranger in uh Power Rangers RPM. I just I I just can't with Jessica Jones. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Her her face bothers me and then I think I think I think she must Jessica Jones is not likable. She's not. Yeah, I don't think she's supposed to she's, be. She's she's not likable. So I think she does a great job in that role. But I can't. Eels. Feels. You feels. I feels. And at least one version of her is married to Luke Cage. I would think so. Not that fucking. Oh, okay. That's right. I guess I didn't. All that takes place in that show. Yeah. I don't know. I. If there was one of the that's defenders some intense that sex, kept by the me, way, in that show. Okay. It's like up against a wall. Like I remember watching those scenes. I was like, "How the fuck is that comfortable?" <laughs> and she's like so petite. What about the um? What's it called? What about the the first episode of the Defenders where you see you see you've seen Luke Cage for less than ten seconds and he's already fucking Claire? Yeah, I'm not surprised. Don't get me wrong. If I had had I been in his position, I would have done the exact same. No, you were not. Look at me, baby. Look at me. Look at me. <laughs> I love the eye roll. I was totally going for that exasperated okay, it does not eye have roll. To be the exact same, exact same. But we would have been doing the same thing, even if we weren't doing the same things, or if we, even if we weren't doing it the same way. I'm trying to tell me you would have frozen me out if I was fresh out. Of, if I was fresh out the joint. I was not going to freeze you out. Shit. Damn right you wasn't. <laughs> Talking about. Baby, we've had this discussion. I would not wait for you. Orange is not a good color on you. <sighs> That's twice, y'all. That's Actually, I've said that a few times. <laughs> That's at least twice. For the, That's at least twice for y'all to hear. I'm just kidding. All right. Okay. I'm just being guac. Uh-huh. Little guac. Thank you, baby. I love you. I love you. Goodness. <laughs> huh. So, what's going on in the world, baby? Oh, baby. Jeez. Uh, yes, in our in our in our considerably less exciting world, but you know, off also less threatened by Thanos' world. Hmm. No, we have we have the mansions of the world. Yeah, we have uh, we have we have the we have several forces. Instead of Thanos, we have Mansion. Uh, instead of Kang, we have we have COVID. COVID the Conqueror. <laughs> um, let's see. Instead of Galactus, we have intense. We have global warming. Don't we now? Yeah. I don't believe in that. Oh. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Just kidding. We'll see what global warming is. It's the uh, it's the effect where the 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 world it put on it put on a wool sweater when it usually puts on like this regular like fabric zip on hoodie. Oh. Yeah, but apparently hoodies are played. So now it's trying on the wool, trying to be Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. I don't even know. Was Steve Jobs wearing wool turtlenecks? 
Where do you wear wool? Like, isn't that like, don't you wear like that in like Wales where it's cold? They did like this cutaway in Family Guy where somebody's like poking somebody wearing wool. I can't feel a thing. <laughs> so uh, apparently Dave Rubin is moving to Florida. Blech. Yeah, because we need more of the like. <sighs> Unfortunately, it's becoming like a conservative bastion. I mean, it's been a conservative bastion, but it's like. The conservative media is like all, hey, like so. They there's been a a bunch of there's been a bunch of like conservative pundits and even Marco Rubio, uh, who participated in a video, oh. for for uh for Dave Rubin to welcome him to Florida. Why would people be welcoming people to Florida? Like go away, uh, honestly. Oh. But yeah, I I don't. I don't even know where to begin, so we're just going to begin. Okay, go for it. I'm here. So I'm sitting here in my lair in Florida, and I'm thinking to myself, that it seems like all the cool people are moving here to the free state. We've is, already, we were already here. Is he in Florida? Apparently. His lair in Florida. That's, uh, that's Tucker Carlson, who, you know, he... To his supporters, he's whatever he tells them that he he is whatever he tells them that he is. So, and then I learned that Dave Rubin, after many years, is leaving Sherman Oaks, California, in his perfect little world, studio in the house, chickens out back. He's abandoning it all for a new life in the new California, the state of Florida. And I couldn't be more thrilled. You will improve this state. Welcome, Dave. I'm psyched for dinner when you get here. Okay, hold up. Okay, so what, 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 before we even go on, what Tucker Carlson considers improvement, is Dave Rubin really doing? Like, come on. Dave Rubin's reach is nothing like Tucker Carlson's. Dave Rubin is Tucker Carlson's son. Like. <laughs> this says a lot. Like, the, I'm talking about in the way that, like, y'all are Nicki Minaj's sons. <laughs> Oh, right. Muted. Oh, I saw it in a yep. broad face. Yeah, this is, this is, this is where, this is where it gets great. Dave, congratulations on the move to Florida. I'm so glad you're leaving. The- yeah. Um, or I'm sorry that I should have said the best is yet to come. <laughs> the People's Republic of California. The People's Republic of California. He thinks that's cute. Like the People's Republic of China. You're going to love it. You can think for yourself. You can speak for yourself. You can actually be free. I know that's hard to believe in the United States of America if you're from California. But it's real and it can happen. And you, too, will experience it. You're such a weirdo. That's not even gray hair. That's coke. Alrighty. A year ago, I moved to Florida. I took my entire company. We moved it to Nashville. Yeah, yeah I know you know that squirrely house. That squirrely voice. What are you doing? Well, Dave, finally figured it out now he's moving to miami so welcome to miami i hope that you enjoy the cafecito the cafecito What's up, Dave? It's your man jonathan isaac i want to welcome you to the sunshine state get here get settled let all the freedom and the sun hit your paws and let, uh, let all the freedom i haven't heard of this jonathan isaac fellow being cons- being conservative i guess he is he a basketball player i don't know my 
dude, but uh, he annoyed me with that freedom. Oh, people, people piss me off. He is he is a basketball player. Okay. Who does he play for? <laughs> oh goodness. The Orlando Magic. Ah. Oh. Miami with the heat, but some magic brewing. Uh, not in him. Not in him. Uh, but do your thing, Jonathan Isaac. Do your thing. Anyway. Oh, this, yeah. Marquitos. Yeah, yeah. You know when you're ready to come out to a game. Hey, Dave, welcome to Miami, or as we like to call it, the 305. Or as we like to call it, the 305. Like, he really thought that that had all the personality in the world. Yeah. Y'all. You know what? At least Ben Shapiro and Tucker Carlson... Ha- no, not Tucker Carlson. At least Ben Shapiro has personality. At least Jonathan Isaac seems to have personality. Does he, though? Marco Rubio has no fucking personality. His personality is... What, what did my donors say? Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, they say, what, 305? I guess I will do that. That's our <sighs> quota for this year's campaign. Come on. I cannot. I can never take this guy seriously. I'm not sure what took you so long, but we're glad to have you here. You're going to have a great time and do great things from Florida. Dave, every time we had a phone call, I was bugging you. So when you leave in California, when you leave in California, when you leave in California, I should say, I'm so glad you're leaving California. Welcome. He didn't have time to, like, fix his eyebrows. What does his shirt say? Oh, socialism sucks. He didn't even know how to spell that shit without that shirt. Always been there for me. He probably didn't. And Florida's a great place. And hey, I got a gift for you. Zero. Zero percent income tax. That's a gift personally from Charlie Kirk. Fuck you. God bless. Big Dave, welcome to Florida. Okay, just the fact that Dan Bongino spoke, that's the joke. We're not going to listen to any of that. I don't know who that is. Do we really have to listen to this whole shit? No, that was was all the people that... You know what? I want to hear at least a little bit of this mess. Isn't that that dude? Yep. What is this? You're leaving California? can't be because of the homelessness it can't be because of the crime it can't be because because florida is so much better okay then any time in its 170 year history it can't be because of the crappy quality of our public education it can't be because of the way this man shut down the state right, pause. Way that- um y'all are taking carvalho over there so that means your education's about to go up just shut wait what yeah carvalho's leaving dade and, and going to California? He's going to L.A., yeah. Huh. He's going to be overseeing the L.A. public school system, which is like the second largest in the country, or like the first largest in the country. Um, I think it's like the first. Why? Because Miami-Dade is fourth. Why? Because they're offering him more money. Why are they offering him money? Because he turned the system here around. Oh, he, oh he's good? Carvalho? The superintendent here? I don't know the superintendents. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Miami, I was here. I was... Miami Dade is rated A. Okay. You know what? I'm thinking of Carroyo. Oh. You know what? Actually, I, I, I ain't gonna lie. Schools, I mean, granted, some, school, some schools can be, but they're... I, I generally had teachers who, who gave a lot of fucks. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had, I had some, I mean, I had like a handful of ugly, sucky ass teachers. Not ugly, but you know, sucky ass. Ugly inside. Yeah. But I had a, a handful of teachers that actually cared. It can't be the crappy public. Like, Larry, Larry Elder thinks he's so fucking uh, clever. Get, it, get this nigga uh, the fuck out of here. Also, have him drive through downtown, by the way. 
I love how you're looking at me like, just drive through downtown where Camilla's house is because these folks don't want to follow rules and they're basically just living under the bridge. Yeah, let's talk about homelessness. Like, come on, dude. Um, yeah, so that's... That's really that's really it for that video. Like, what is this? Did you hear about how... Uh, Biden came out. He's giving the state more power about their COVID reaction uh, or response. I have a theory. I think he's doing this on purpose. I think he's doing it because all governors from red states are like, oh, Biden's not doing anything. Biden's not doing anything. The federal government's not doing anything. I think he's putting it back on the state level and making it the state's responsibility. Okay. You're saying I'm not doing anything even though I'm trying to do something? Let's see what you can do. Look, I feel this whole trying to own the cons thing, but the thing is, we own the cons every day. <clears throat> I am convinced that's that's the idea behind that. That's just not a good idea because it's putting it's putting a lot of lives on the line. These people don't deserve to die just because they're just because their governors want to you know want to want to base want to baby them. Mm. But uh, at the same time, at the same time, I do. To a to us to an extent, agree because. I mean, nobody's gonna make no, no, really nobody nobody's gonna make you get it. Yeah. The fact is, no matter how you frame it, getting the vaccine is a choice. Mm-hmm. And the the thing is, you're <sighs> the people who have gotten it, especially the people who went to get who proactively went to get it. We we did make a choice. We chose between ignoring the health the health of ourselves and other people, or acknowledging and respecting the health of ourselves and other people. We chose the latter. Mm-hmm. It's not a hard choice. Um, you know when you when you go and place an order at at a you know what's it called at a fast food place, you pay you you give them the money and you get the food right right. You know, you're not, this doesn't become a whole thing of they need to check your ID, they need to check your nationality, they need to check that you're, that you're even, you know, imagine that. So, so we, we, like this, this, um, this idea of, oh, no freedom, no freedom, no freedom, like, y'all just whining, y'all just fucking being entitled ass, or they, they are just being entitled as little whiners man like and i I understand that fast food one i I kind of made that up as i went along but just to think about the restrictions that that even countries that do better than us in many areas put on their citizens Mm -hmm. during covid and look at how look at look at how they're they're kind of like you know what the science checks out let's let's chill or Something makes sense here. Yeah. And granted, that's of course not the entire population. I'm sure there's swaths of the French population, of the German population, of the British population, uh, who were like, nah, fuck that. And then they went out they went right back outside and and you know, cops were like uh yeah, turn turn your ass back around, get the fuck back inside. <laughs> Alright, you you want you want you want a ticket? You want a fat ass ticket? Alright, here's three. Yeah. 
Matinee. Here's three. Matinee, baby. <laughs> I can't with you. I'm just saying. Over 808,000 Americans dead. How many worldwide? I hate Larry Elder's face. Oh, he's the worst. He's another one with a very punchable face. Yeah. COVID deaths worldwide. 5.41 million deaths. Damn. With 283 million cases. Um, and of course, the, uh, the, the continuation of the whole will... There's so many more vaccinated... Look at all the vaccinated people, but there's more people who got it this year. Yeah, remember how Delta is stronger than the Alpha variant. Or the Alpha strain. And remember how the Omicron variant is stronger than the Delta Delta variant. Well, you don't remember because you didn't absorb that. (laughs) Honestly. I can't deal. I don't know. I just can't deal with these people. You can't deal with them? I cannot. Um, and I, I especially can't deal with people who have the audacity to say that this is that, that people are being like segregated. Oh. No one's being segregated. No like Or people using like the Holocaust as an example. Yo, that is so That's just out of line. That's disrespectful. That's out of line. Like I see, it's Did- bad enough that like that, like, white people in this country use that. But I think it's worse when somebody who... Somebody whose heritage is from a country who's... Who dealt with some real dictator. Like, I don't want to hear any Dominicans talking about this is... This is, this, you know, this is, uh... This is dictatorship. Okay, so... <laughs> t- tell me something. Tell me something. Uh, well, how do you feel about Trujillo? Come on, dude. Get, get the like. Did you hear your buddy Marjorie Taylor Greene doesn't believe in Kwanzaa? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm so glad you reminded me of that. That's her new thing. Kwanzaa's a fake holiday. I mean, if we're being literal, all the holidays are made up. Oh, holidays! Gosh. Holidays don't grow in nature. They they're not you know, they're not abundant in nature. Christmas is made up. Christmas had to be made up. Um, Valentine's Day is made up. St. Patrick's Day is made up. New Year's Day is entirely arbitrary. Mother's Day. Made up. Father's Day. Made up. Grandparents' Day. Made up. Is there a Daughter's Day or a Son's Day? There ought to be. Yep. Oh, I don't know when those are. But whenever they are, they were made up. Was the Halloween made up? Thanksgiving. Made up. And I don't mean reconciled. You're like, I don't even know where to start with that one. Yeah. But it was certainly made up. Um, What's the other one? Labor Day? Come on. Don't get me wrong. Labor Day should exist. But it's obviously made up. Labor Day is one of the most American holidays. Like, that is one of the most American things ever. Veterans Day. Remember how we stopped fighting... On November 11th in World War I. Therefore, that holiday... Made up. Derived from that day. It's made up. 
I, we should keep it, celebrate the veterans, but we chose that, meaning we made it up. Uh, Memorial Day. I think that that's when we start fighting in, uh, was it Vietnam or was it the Civil War? I think it was the Civil War. Mm-mm. You're asking the wrong person. Baby, you know more about history than I do. But either way, made up. Um, y- Y'all understand. So, by the way, let's see. How many days in are we? Umoja, Kujijagulia, Ujima, and Ujama. That uh, that should be unity, self determination, collective work and economics, and uh, no collective, collective work and responsibility, and cooperative economics, respectively. Yeah. So you know what I want to see if we can find a clip of Marjorie Green Kwanzaa. I love how it tries to tries to complete it with Marjorie Green Taylor. Like, nope, we're not doing that. <laughs> She's Marge Green. Mm-hmm. If you in the far right lane, you better swerve. Yo, I see Marge Green, Cawthorn, and Bobert in the carpool. Okay, hold up. Ah, uh, no, no, I wanted to. Oh, it's because it's a tweet. All right, so the college Republicans tweeted out, wishing you a happy and prosperous Kwanzaa on uh, December 26th, the first day of Kwanzaa, to which Marge Green couldn't respond, I mean, couldn't respond, couldn't resist, responding, stop, it's a fake religion created by a psychopath. You aren't bringing in new voters, you're turning them away. People are tired of pandering and BS. So, um, I, I love these continued narratives of who are you, who are you, like, you're not bringing in any new voters by trying to be woke, by trying to be, you know, this fake inclusive. That's their, that's always their argument. That's like with, with happy holidays. People get so mad that you don't say Merry Christmas. Like, first of all, you don't, you only really need to say Merry Christmas, like from like the 23rd to like the 27th. I say happy holidays. I mean, I'll tell you Merry Christmas, like, you know, on Christmas. Exactly. But then it's like, Happy Holidays, because, you know, there's multiple holidays there's going multiple out the same thing. There's multiple holidays. Kwanzaa. Exactly. Being one of them. Kwanzaa's going on now. Christmas already happened. Um, Hanukkah already happened. There's people who don't celebrate Christmas, but that's just more, more of them giving away the game about the whole... Um, they don't accept they don't accept people if you're not celebrating Christmas like a Christian, you must not be a real American. That's their whole thing. You aren't bringing in new voters, you're turning them away. It'll be interesting when they realize that in history most people were pagans. Right? <laughs> Christmas as we know it is a, a is the a, fusion of a pagan holiday and um the birth of Christ. Isn't it funny though? I find it super, super hilarious. Yeah, the gift giving is pagan. The Santa Claus figure is pagan. He was a real person, but he was he was a Turkish person, who was, who was more than likely looked like me. He was brown. He definitely had my skin tone, or at least roughly my skin tone. Yeah. 
Um, but again, you you aren't bringing in new voters. You are turning them away. She's she thinks she that that that's the type of shit that doesn't give that gives people cover because people don't like to people like to like to look at shit like at surface level. You see, but she's not even talking about black people. She's not even talking about foreign people or whatever. But she is. Who the fuck then celebrates Kwanzaa? Ex- exactly, Kwanzaa is a um. I I don't really know the history of Kwanzaa. But you you know what? I actually want to see. Let's look at this The Hill article. All right. So it is a cultural holiday and celebration for African-Americans. So Kwanzaa is American. It it uses a Swahili, I believe, uh, Mm -hmm. concepts and ideas. But it, you know, it's American. Now... Huh, the college Republicans didn't respond to Green's comments, instead retweeting a number of additional Kwanzaa-related tweets by other conservatives. Oh. Uh. They're like, we're not going to engage with her. I like that. At the very least, it's like, hey, look at all these other conservatives that are, you know, that don't have their heads up their asses. <laughs> so it was introduced in 1966... Um, let's see. Uh, in which African-American families give gifts, eat traditional meals, and light candles in honor of their ancestors. Uh, seem to reference... Okay, Green's tweet seemed to reference Karenga, who was convicted of... Oh, Maulana Karenga, who was convicted of felony assault um, in connection with the 1970 attack on two members... Two female members of the U.S. organization, a black nationalist group uh, in Los Angeles. It doesn't say the name of the organization, does it? Unless the name is U.S. organization. But it doesn't sound like it is. Uh, let's see. Huh. Damn, Trump Trump's, um, did, did a kind of a statement celebrating Kwanzaa in 27. Damn! That nigga is focused on rehabilitating his image right now. Who? Trump. Where? Or at least, at least people are people are just they're at least they're just using Trump to uh, to make to make Green look crazier. Which I mean, yeah. Anybody anybody who's any anybody who knows knows that Marge Green is way crazier than Donald Trump. She's I think she's one of the crazies. She is far yeah she is far more batshit crazy like. Donald Trump is like one of those like one of those crazy people who loves the status quo. Yeah. She's so far in the queue that it's she, not even yeah, she wants to like she she really wants this shit to be like an authoritarian freaking um theocracy. Yeah, let's see. Um I was hoping to find like some more on that but yeah it's just it's just like so, so the, the people celebrating Kwanzaa for the most at least even if even if not for the most part a giant proportion of our Americans in America celebrating Kwanzaa so um I mean granted you know if y'all if if the if the Republicans don't want Kwanzaa celebrators you know, whatever, but understand that this is this is uh, real Americans. 
Sit up right, homie. Your racism is showing. Yo, I'm saying. <sighs> they won't get you won't get respect if your racism we can detect. So Q has gotten stronger or weaker or something. <laughs> something bad. Oh something you know, bad for sane people, that is. So, um I ha- I didn't know that the person who's basically recognized to have been um what's it called? To to basically the the people that the person that, that a lot of people think is Q himself is someone named Ron Watkins. Do we have a picture of him? Alright, so Oh I- I've heard that. Yeah, so um Let's see. He's the one from 8chan, right? Yeah, and from what I've heard, 8chan has been basically a far-right, like a bastion of far-right conspiracies and nonsense. And I heard they spread spread some gross shit on there. Really? Yeah. Um... And he is the he is the son of Jim Watkins, who I believe is the founder of that one. Yeah. That's his and, father. Yeah. Right. I wouldn't have. <laughs> they don't look alike. But whatever. where are they from? Are they white? He there. There has to be something, right? He's. Ah. Okay. Uh, Ron is uh, Ron's mother is uh, South Korean. Oh, I see. When Jim was stationed there, that's when they met. Oh, gotcha. I'm and sorry. South Korea is south of North Korea. Did you not learn anything about your neighbors? Yeah, but what? I mean, who's to say that their mom's even that the mom's even a part of this? It's probably. You're right. She probably fled to, fled to South Korea to not deal with them. Shit. She probably fled to, like... She probably fled to California to get away from that. <laughs> right. She left Florida. <laughs> and, um... Yeah, so Ron Watkins is, is responsible for a lot of... At least for uplifting a lot of baseless conspiracy theories. Can you uh, imagine regarding... if all of this was a fucking social experiment... Oh my goodness. No, they they niggas would revolt. Can you imagine? That would be so funny. Niggas would revolt. Holy shit, they would revolt. But more recently, uh especially since um since Ron stepped down from HN and and he basically just seems to have disappeared oh. as far as being Q or whatever, allegedly. What's it called? Wait, what the hell? What happened? He's running for Congress? Who? Ron Watkins. Oh, Jesus. What the fuck? He announced his candidacy for Congress in Arizona at the end of October of this year. Um, now, he's been using... See, that's another thing. It's Telegram. Telegram has turned into like one of the spaces for QAnon to grow because like Because there's no wildfire. control over it. 
I mean, I have a Telegram too, but my Telegram is for my community chat because it got so big on WhatsApp, people couldn't like join anymore. I see. And Telegram, you can have up to, I think, up to like 500 people in a chat. Okay, yeah, 500 people spreading, spreading conspiracy theories all day. Yes, about our I'm community. Playing. About our community and what the security guards do and don't do. <laughs> That's what our, our, our Telegram is for. But... He's, he, uh, here he says that he's running for the Republican nomination in Arizona 1 to defeat the dirtiest Democrat in the, in the D.C. swamp. Tom oh. Holleran. Oh, I thought he was going to talk about Manchin. Right? Yeah. Um, let's see. I don't know anything about Tom O'Halloran, but I, I ain't going to lie. He does look... Um, uh, he's the chair of communications for the Blue Dog Caucus. Oh, no, Ron, this isn't the way. For the what caucus? The Blue Dog Caucus. That's the... That's basically... Okay, see? Stephanie Murphy. Yeah. Oh. See? Anytime... There, there's, certain, there's certain representatives and senators that as soon as you see their name... Uh, you know, Ted Deutsch is another one of them. Uh, what's his name? What's the guy from... from, from is it Jersey? Ah, oh, damn. The dude who... <sighs> Goodness. Is it the Problem Solvers Caucus? That's the name of the caucus? No, no, no. That's another... Oh, yes. Yeah, the problem... Yeah, they're, they're another centrist caucus. Josh Gottheimer. Oh. That's another one. As soon as you hear Josh Gottheimer's name, you should be wary. Um, so yeah, this is, um, they're bullshitters. Yeah. That's a, that's a caucus of bullshitters who just, who's, who's even in this fucking caucus right now? Tom O'Halloran, uh, Lou Correa, Jim Costa, and Mike Thompson. I don't know any of them. Charlie Crist. He might be the only non-bullshitter in there. Eh. But he's not, he's not, he's not, he's nowhere near the best that Depending we got. Depending on the day. Basically. But at the very least, he's not, he's not like, at least in recent years, he's not a bullshitter. When he was a Republican, he was kind of a bullshitter. Uh, Stephanie Murphy, bullshitter. Uh, Ed Case, bullshitter. From, from Hawaii. Abigail Spanberger from Virginia, bullshitter. Kurt Schrader from Oregon, bullshitter. These, these are people who are bought off. By corporate dollars? Oh, yeah. Money, 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 money. Um, let's see. He said, so Ron Watkins says, we must stay vigilant and keep up the pressure both here in Arizona and throughout the country to indict any and all criminals who have facilitated election fraud. Oh, no, dude, no. This isn't the fight. You want to you get rid of the swamp? That's one thing. But there was no fucking election fraud, you stupid, you stupid and or crazy motherfucker. Who was that? Ron Watkins. Oh, I thought it was O'Halloran. I was like, wait, didn't you guys have the bamboo? (laughs) (laughs) The bamboo study? He wants to take this fight to Washington, D.C. and vote out all the dirty Democrats who have stolen our republic. If you want want to vote out dirty people who have stolen our republic, uh, you might want to start with the Republicans, considering that's all they do is is steal, is, is, you know, um, change the rules so that they can't lose. 
all they've been doing all year. But anyway, currently, the man in demand, as far as QAnon, is, is, is Michael Protzman. He is the former head of a demolition company near, not, my, not Miami, not Tallahassee, not, not Nashville, not Houston, uh, rather, I guess, like Dallas, like, you know, not any of these cities that you might think are conservative, but let's keep it real, probably have a liberal majority. Mm-hmm. Seattle. Really? Who really has a fucking, who, who's one of the most liberal cities on, like, on earth. E- no, not on earth, but in, in this country. Really? See, that's the thing, is, um, and I've come to realize, some of the most vocal batshits come from liberties, come from, from liberal slash progressive cities. Uh, I can see that. Larry Elder's from Southern California. Yeah. Like, and he's not from Irvine. He's from, he's from LA, isn't he? I believe so. Um. LA got some crazy people. That's true. So. I'm starting with this part, but I'm going a little out of order in the, in the uh, what's it called, in the, um, the article. So this is the guy, Michael Protzman. He's the guy who predicted that JFK and JFK Jr. <laughs> so he predicted, alleged, according to Yahoo, he predicted that JFK Sr. and Jr. would be resurrected in Dallas. Oh. And would begin a He's revolution. He's the one that caused a traffic jam. Yeah. And will begin a revolution against liberal Satan worshiping pedo- Satan worshiping pedophiles. Oh. oh, like Ghislaine Maxwell, like Donald Trump. Oh, I thought Kennedy was coming back to to run for presidency with Trump. That's the thing, like you know, like we're, what's up with the? It's uh, kind of defeating the whole purpose of their comeback. No, see, it's not going to defeat the purpose because they're going to weasel their way out of it. They always do. Remember, just like how Mike Lindell weaseled his way out of into new dates that that Trump would uh, resume presidency. Oh yeah, we be what, what month are we in now? April next year? I don't know. I stopped. Yeah, I stopped keeping track of his stuff. Uh, Trump isn't doing so well right now because he got the booster and people are upset. Yo, people are mad at him. How dare he get a booster? How dare he? So uh, let's see. Here we go. So th- this begin this this article begins with the family of a woman who joined a fringe QAnon cult in Texas say that she's now drinking toxic chemicals oh, with her peers. I mean, survival of the fittest. <laughs> I mean, what else? What else am I gonna say? <laughs> so and and brags that she serves them herself. She she was proud to tell us. She's she basically was the one a, mixing it up and giving it to everybody. She's a Herbalife distributor. That's what Yo, she is. She's a Herbadeath distributor. <laughs> uh, the, the Observer reported earlier this month that the woman whose family surname is Leek recently he- left her husband and children in Delaware to join the cult in Dallas. What the fuck? I now, mean, I have a question. Do these cults pay? Because a lot of people be leaving their jobs. No, but that's the thing. They're, I'll join gonna, a cult they, if that if it does. They get paid by being saved. Oh, nah, I'd rather live in sin. <laughs> now, now, now her distressed relatives fear for her life as she and others drink from a punch bowl of chemicals, including <laughs> chlorine dioxide, a disinfectant often tr- used to treat swimming pools. Oh. Yeah, my, mama's not coming back, kids. I'm so sorry, but mama's not coming back. 
And if she does, she's basically Harley Quinn. I'm sorry, guys. I hope you enjoyed her while you had her. Her son, Sean Leak, told the paper, She's always been to, you know, natural remedies, getting aluminum out of deodorant, things like that. But that led to anti-vaxxing, and anti-vaxxing led to QAnon. Okay, hold up. Aluminum out of deodorant. Okay. That's one extreme. Yeah, but there's always a through line. This is, this, this is the thing. This is how they get them. They got to get them incrementally. See, this is why I'm concerned. My mom really likes salt. I got to look into this. <laughs> <laughs> she realizes she's really into salt. <laughs> Next thing you know, she's like Angelina Jolie in the movie. Yeah. I mean, you really like hot sauce. Yeah, next thing you know, I'm going to be drinking hot sauce and chlorine. Ugh. Yeah, I'll have a hot sauce and chlorine. Hold the chlorine. Wow. So, so you just want to, you just want a shot of hot sauce? Yeah. <laughs> Do you at least want like a wedge of, a wedge of Brillo? No, I, I'm not, I'm not fancy. You're not fancy. Ay, ay, ay. But do you remember all that imagery? Mm-hmm. All that like, all that innocuous imagery that it's just like, like your children are being fed to to wolves. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't say it didn't say shit like that. But all that innocuous imagery that they started to say, you know, they started to to send people down a rabbit hole, mm-hmm. and that that led a lot of people to QAnon. It's not clear how the chemical cocktail fits into the cult's mythology. Chlorine dioxide has sometimes been fraudulently sold as a miracle cure for COVID-19, but QAnoners, QAnoners uh, yeah, typically regard COVID as a hoax. On the other hand, former President uh, Donald Trump, who QAnoners follow, who QAnon followers genuinely, generally support, once floated the ludicrous idea of injecting oneself with disinfectant. Yeah, but now he's all about the now he's all about the vaccine. Uh, both sodium chloride and chlorine dioxide are the active ingredients in disinfectants and have inst- industri- additional industrial uses, says the FDA. Mm. They are not meant to be swallowed by people. I mean, didn't we just watch that whole, um, oh, we don't trust it, but Donald Trump trusts it. Uh, I don't know, though. Mm. But you trust everything Donald Trump says. Well, yeah. So you don't trust this? I don't know. Always a way out. Always a way out. Speaking of uh, them dubiously, uh, you know, speaking on how Trump is their is their God and their Savior, but then, then suddenly he's you know he's wrong about something, and they want to you know. So Biden praised uh, Trump and Trump's administration for Operation Lightspeed or Operation Warp Speed, <laughs> and um, and for the vaccine. Apparently, Trump said that it was tough to be overly critical of President Biden after the current president praised the Trump administration for the COVID-19 vaccine rollout. Says that he'd said in an interview to Fox News that he was both surprised and appreciative of the president's acknowledgement. He said, you know, that's a first, so it's very tough for me to be overly critical now. Um, let's see. Very tough, you know, it's the first. Uh, he said that Biden's remarks were a terrific thing that will make a lot of people happy. Well, it made one person happy. Mm. That much is good. That much is true. 
I think he did something I think he did something very good. You know, it has to be a process of healing this country and that will help a lot. Um Trump told Fox News that he received a booster dose uh which Biden acknowledged and encouraged people to embrace vaccination. However, he was critical of vaccine mandates. Uh, you know, always a way out. Mm-mm-mm. Um let's see. It's a matter of getting people out to ideally get the vaccine. If you have the mandate, the mandate will destroy people's lives. It destroys people's lives just as the vaccine saves people. Uh, it's, it's cute, but that's false. Like, the vaccine absolutely saves people, but the mandate does not destroy lives. In fact, lack of mandate has clearly destroyed lives. But that's okay. That's okay, Trump. You know... Always a way out. Uh, I think that's. I think it's really a question. I think it's really a question of tune. It's a question of trust, and hopefully, the people that have had COVID, hopefully they will be given credit for that. Oh goodness, you've got. Why would so they be? Why would they be given credit for? Given credit for what? You've gotten really good at this. It's kind of scary, baby. <sighs> yeah, but I always have to like get into it. I I can't I can't just do it. <laughs> Um, White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki uh, said Wednesday that Biden's remarks about Trump getting a booster was an acknowledgement that the former president sent an important signal to many Americans about the importance of getting boosted. Did he, though? He sent, like, half of one, like, three-quarters of one. (laughs) But he, he was also, like, really trying to... Well, this is all from The Hill... Also from the Hill, Fauci says that the rate at which the Omicron variant is spreading is truly unprecedented. 2022 is going to be a repeat of 2020. 2020 got renewed for another season. Just remember, 2022 is basically 2022. (gasps) You're so cute. I love how you just go along with my madness. Love you. I love you. So as if 2021 didn't have, didn't already have enough nonsense. <laughs> Patricia Morgan, she is a, she is a member of the Rhode Island House of Representatives from the 26th district. Um, it looks like she was in the 26th district when she was there before for eight years. It looks like she lost in 2019 or maybe she just didn't run. Uh, no, she ran, um, I guess she didn't run in 2018 so that she could run for governor of Rhode Island. How did that work out? Poorly. <laughs> Sorry, I could help myself. <sighs> uh, quite poorly. Let's, let's take a look, actually. Who won the election of the governor of, oh, Gina Raimondo, uh, a Democrat, uh, you know, because look at, look at those large counties that are that voted Republican that probably have ten people apiece. Okay, no, I, 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 I know. Yes, those people's votes matter, but understand, land does not vote; people vote. Yeah. Remember that shit during the election with some where somebody was like, "Look at all these red states. How how is any how is anybody going to tell me that Biden's winning?" Yeah. Look at North Dakota and South Dakota. Look at how their their population combined doesn't even doesn't even exceed that of New York City doesn't even exceed that of like Manhattan get the fuck out of here and yes all of those Americans matter all of them do but 
we have to remember, even though, not, not even even though, these two things, even though they run opposite, 80% of people live on like 3% of the land. Mm-hmm. 80% of the people in this country live on about 3% of the land. That means that 20% of the population is, is, is basically like small towns and the et cetera's. Just a small town girl. Yeah, living in a lonely ass county. <laughs> Shit. Okay, so Patricia L. Morgan's tweet because she about to hold this L. Good old way Don't don't hold it. Go ahead, baby. Do your thing. I had a black friend. I liked her, and I think she liked me too. But now she's hostile and unpleasant. I am sure I didn't do anything to her except be white. Is that what teachers and our political leaders want for our society? Divide us because of our skin color? Hashtag CRT. I'm sorry. What's her name? Morgan? Patricia L. Morgan. I'm sorry, Patricia. Did you even know there were colored people before, you know, you were little? What I don't understand is... How are you so certain that you didn't do anything? I mean, y'all are old, like the people like that are always so certain that they didn't do anything. Uh, hold up. What are her policies on shit? Maybe that's why your black friend is no longer your black friend. Oh, okay. Controversies. It's about this very tweet. Ugh. <laughs> well, see that 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 clearly not a notable um. They had to specify that this is about the Rhode Island legislator. So, yeah. I, I like the response a lot. Response. The response to her, at least in this post. So, you really started your tweet with, I had a black friend? Like, well, like once upon a time in a land far, far away? And and didn't And did you really have an actual friend or someone who no longer allows you to refer to her as your black friend, Providence, Rhode Island. This is who represents you. Oh, geez, that's in that's that's the that's the what's called in Providence. Mm. What the fuck? That's who represents y'all. Oh. Y'all need to get her the fuck out of here. That's why they didn't want her for governor. Yo, my black friend did th- like I'm waiting for Ainsley Earhart from Fox and Friends to be like my black friend did this. That's what I'm waiting for. I need that. Ay, ay, ay. Yo, get these people the fuck out of here. The only way they can win is by reflecting uh, reflecting the hate. There was this clip about, like, like Ben Shapiro. He, he uh, was doing... What? Yeah, because Ilhan Omar was, like, disgusted by... by um, right, rightfully so, disgusted by Joe Manchin's lack of regard for workers in West Virginia and Ben Shapiro Mr. Facts and Figures didn't want to get any facts and figures because they'd be against him so he turned that into an attack on Ilhan Omar he's like uh yeah yeah the people of Ilhan the people of West Virginia certainly respect Ilhan Omar yeah yeah she's totally popular over there uh which is supposed to be looking off for the better good of that I'm sure they do respect her more they respect Manchin at least the, the, the good West Virginians who actually would take a second and be like you know what this mansion guy and this Jim Justice guy, they don't give a shit about us. 
Yeah, those people, yeah, for sure, I doubt have their heads up their asses. Now, the ones who do have their heads up their asses, I'm sure, are eating up everything that he said. But it was a very thinly, is thinly veiled, but honestly, clear attack on, I have nothing to throw at this woman, so I'm going to throw the fact that she's a black Muslim. Hmm. And that West Virginia is anything but black and Muslim. It's a shame West Virginia has people like that, because West Virginia was very pretty. It is very pretty. And I'm sure there's plenty of good people there. And uh, y'all have to have, just like us here in Florida, well, all, honestly, probably y'all to a greater degree. Because, you know, we still have Miami and Orlando and, and Tampa and Jacksonville. Um, West Virginia's got Charleston. <laughs> but yeah, y'all also have, you know, a lot of bad shits who, a lot of bad shits and a lot of corrupt politicians and that's what that's that's a lot of what your state is known for, unfortunately. And I'm, that's fucked up because, again, I'm sure there's a lot of good people there. Good people who just work hard and are just trying to make ends meet and live their lives and live and let other people live. Mm-hmm. And I mean, to keep it real, there's plenty of there's plenty of people who are, you know, who are registered Republican who who do that, too. It's just unfortunately, they I just don't understand how you can stay there when you look at where your party's gone. Look at, not even gone, look at where your party's kind of always been. The problem is that then you have people like Liz Cheney who tries to make a difference or like tries to. She's trying to make one difference. Well, you know, but she's. She's still a fucking warmonger ass. She still votes Uh, with uh, them on everything else. But, you know, she tried to speak about the whole January 6th and what did they do? They they took her off. They took her off the off off leadership. And I think I think even I mean I don't think there's many good ones, but even if there were, I I think that's what they fear. No, as far as the politicians, there's like five good ones, maybe, possibly. I'm talking about the voters. Oh, sorry, my bad. No, 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 no. It's it, I, that's very easy to 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 conflict. Unfortunately, you know we we do we like people lump those things together in conversations without really qualifying it that i that's why it is important to qualify because uh democratic politicians are absolutely not representative of democratic voters no there's there's a wing of democratic voters who basically just do whatever nancy who who basically just parrot nancy pelosi and hillary clinton and um you know and joe biden and kamala harris and and all that shit but most Democratic voters want Build Back Better. Most Americans want Build Back Better. Um, but the the numbers just they just don't line up the same with Republic Republican politicians versus versus Republican voters. Uh, there's a there's a decent proportion of both that are the that are the crazies, but a lot of the Republican politicians mostly are the corporates. They're they're just the Mitch McConnells and the Marco Rubio's and the uh, Lindsey Graham's, mm-hmm. and what's it called? And most, at least most, most Republican voters who don't say shit. I mean, we're we're basically to assume that you're somewhere between this doesn't bother you enough and uh, Marge Green, somewhere between that. That's the spectrum of of Republic of. Like Republicanism with a capital R in this country, and notice how how uh, Ron Watkins he had said in our republic. Hmm. 
They always they always want to avoid calling it a democracy. Yeah. All right, that's all I got to say about that. Because Let's move on. Oh, democracy, go ahead. They tie it back to Democrats. And not just that. They tie it back to it has to be tied back to the will of the many rather than their will. What about those people who get in the we are not a democracy, we are a republic. Those wow. words are very very similar. I know like, a few people that did that. Like if you're really if you're really going to die on the hill, we're not a democracy, we're a republic. First of all, we're not we're not necessarily entirely not even not, let me not even go there. <laughs> You're not right. You're just not right. To try and say we're not a democracy is false. Just like to say we're not a republic is false. We are a democratic republic. We are a federal republic that practices representative democracy. And in some cases, direct democracy. Actually, in many cases, all state level, all state level decisions are, or all state level voting is direct democracy. Mm-hmm. All congressional voting is direct democracy. The only thing that we really do representative democracy on is is the president and um because because a certain because a certain party really a certain ideology that has shifted parties over time um knows that it can't win it's always tried to play by different rules that's why black people couldn't that's why that's why people who didn't own property that's why white men who didn't own property couldn't vote at first then black men had to get the right to vote then women overall had to get the right to vote. Then black people had to get the right to vote again, basically. It's in the South, anyway. And then they fucked the Voting Rights Act because, well, see, it's not really that racist anymore, so we don't really need these protections anymore. <laughs> um, do we, need, do we need the Constitution anymore if that's the case? Yes, we do! Uh, brakes and cars work. Does that not mean we don't need seatbelts yeah, anymore? Right. <laughs> You know, these red lights are working, so, I mean, we don't really need, like, turn signals and all that stuff. I mean, look at the lanes. All that stuff works, so we don't really need... It's stupid. No, it's just... It was just a power grab from the Republican Party. All right. Before I go on... Before I go on too long, we want to close this on a happy note. We do. So, 2021 has been an interesting year. Quite. Uh, But you know what, baby? We've had a couple of good news. We really have. From 2021. And I'm going to... Share with you a couple of a list from um this page that I love. So dot informed. Yes, they used to be uh. So you want to talk about? Oh. Yeah, but they had that whole issue. You don't remember the the issue they had? No. They had an issue with I think there was a book. So you want to talk about something being a black woman or being black? Ah, uh, okay. And the creator of this page actually came out and said, "Look, I didn't I didn't mean anything by it, to like have a similar name. I'm just bringing out." different issues this is just a good saying but listen so you want to talk about it i'm not trying to step on anybody's toes yeah so she changed it to so informed which i think is a great name too yeah yeah i'm here for it um so we're gonna talk a little bit about the good news from 2021 i like that it's months yeah so we're gonna start off with january you want to take january let's do it it's your birthday month true that um january after after years of work by activists, the Keystone Pipeline permits were revoked. That is fantastic because that was going to be hor- like we're already fucking the environment. That was going to do. That was basically going to accelerate the fucking. Is that this we're the doing. one where Republicans are talking about? Like, oh, thousands of people were ended up without jobs. 
Because it was only like three Americans. Because <laughs> the rest were Canadians. That's true. There were like 30 Canadians. Yeah. Which, don't get me wrong, their, their jobs matter too. Yeah, but, but they pay better over there, so they'll yeah, find something easier. It's not even that. It's the fact that these these jobs are these jobs are like less sustainable mm-hmm. because this energy isn't sustainable. And the transition to cleaner energy is going to mean like it's going to mean triple the jobs. Volunteers removed more than 9,000 pounds of trash from the Tennessee River. What the fuck? How how are there 9,000 pounds of trash in a river? I don't know. If we go to a Miami River, we'll find dead bodies down there. Yeah, I'm sure. The UK eliminated the tampon tax, a tax on period products. I'm waiting for that, US. I'm yeah. waiting for that. Honestly, that shit should be free, but you know, there's too there's way too much money in it apparently for for as far as capitalists say, there's way um, too much money in that. I just ordered my flex pads, which by the way, that's what I call them, my flex pads. That's what they're called from always. They're super nice, you know, they're long, absorbent. I'm giving them like a whole little promo here, but they're amazing. I just ordered three boxes of like 28 from Amazon. Okay. For like 30 bucks. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a good deal, but it's expensive. It's expensive. And if you, I, I saw someone, a guy, it was a guy, put some shit up on Instagram or on Twitter saying, oh, you know, women are always complaining about period or their, their, uh, the products for their menstrual cycles. But if they have their period for seven days, they only need seven pads. So why do they need anything? It's like, bruh, do you know how the period works? Like, you can just be on one pad per day. First of all, toxic chalk. Like, if you're on a tampon, like, that shit can, like, damage your body. Oh, toxic shock. Yeah. I I don't know why I heard toxic chalk. I'm like... Toxic shock. Because I know, it's just, I I could see that being a term. That's why I was like... Well, you know me and the CH and the SH, I always get stuck. It's a Miami accent. You feel me, though? I feel you. No, that's that's hardcore shit. Like, I, I... I'll admit that as a kid, I definitely did not have, like, the appreciation for just the way it's been, like, laid out, uh, the way this information's been laid out, but I, I mean, dog, like, I would women, never women aren't, com- women aren't complaining about this for, rather, people, people who go through these cycles don't complain about this shit for nothing. I remember, I will never forget, I was in high school, I think it was ninth or 10th grade, some guy legit asked me because I was complaining about having cramps, and a guy just looked at me and says, "Can't you just turn it off?" And I just looked at him. I was like, "Yes, yes, I'm gonna turn it off. That's exactly what I'm gonna do." Jeez. All right. So let me do February. Go for it. Bernie Sanders turned his inauguration meme into a sweatshirt for char- charity, raising nearly two million dollars. That's lit. Yeah. Such so such a dope meme. Mm-hmm. Illinois became the first state to end wealth-based pretrial detention. Okay. Minneapolis uh, banned facial recognition for police use. That that sounds like it should never have been in there. Beto O'Rourke and his team at Powered by the People made over 151,000 welfare check calls to senior citizens in Texas in one night during the power outages. You know, when... What's his face was uh, when their senator Ted Cruz was in Cancun. Mm-hmm. In March, Representative Deb Holland from New Mexico 
made history when she was sworn in as the first ever Native American to hold a cabinet position. It's about time. You know how they were here first? Uh Uh, The U.S. reached its goal of administering 100 million COVID vaccines in just 58 days. Didn't didn't somebody say, oh, you know what's going to impress me is 2 million? Yes. Uh, then, what's his face? Then we got to 2 million pretty pretty soon after that. Yeah. New Zealand unanimously passed legislation providing legislation providing paid leave after a miscarriage. Damn, Good. That's heavy. Yeah, that's that's necessary. Um Dr. Rachel Levine made history as she became the first openly transgender person to be confirmed to a federal office by the Senate. Mm-hmm. All right. What is is she the Surgeon General? No, she's um. Oh my goodness, I forgot her role. Rachel Levine. She's the secretary for health for the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Okay. Yeah. Oh, for the okay DHHS, yeah. Yeah, she's also a an American pediatrician, a four star admiral. Hey. In the United States Public Health Services Commission Corps. Um, she's a professor of pediatrics and psychiatry at Penn State College of Medicine. That's what's up, yo. Like, I, I, I think I've, I think I've like started to really, really get like how like being, being oh, military the like boosts. Portrait. Right? I love that's the so dope. portrait. I love it. I love it. This is awesome. What's it called? I, I just, I like, I, I get you know. People who people who lean on like someone's military service when they're a candidate, because I love learning about a candidate who's like actually who actually wants to get shit done and was actually like known in the community. And then on top of that, they're a veteran. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's awesome. <laughs> um, I believe that's the case for the person challenging Nicole Maliotakis. Oh, yeah, I think so. I have to double check. I, I wish I could remember her name. Oh, this is awesome! I, I really, I love the picture. The yeah, official but she, portrait's awesome. I know that it's a it's a big thing because Max Rose, who was who was, who was the Democrat there, um, you know who who basically was defeated by Maliotakis and lost his seat. Uh, he wants to he wants to run again. Rather than uh, they've met and and she's talked about okay if we want the same things then you want to back me up dog. And the reality is, the people of Staten Island said no to him, and South Brooklyn said no to him. They they gave him a shot. He was like, he's too centrist, just like how the people here gave Donna Shalala a shot and uh, Demi McCarthy Powell a shot. And it was like, mm, it's, 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 not, it's more of the same. Yeah. Uh, but let's go to let's go to the next month. What's the next month? Did you or, do the last one? Did I? No. Oh, my bad. Uh, Virginia officially became the 23rd state uh, to be to abolish the death penalty. Okay. April, New Mexico became the second state in the U.S. to ban qualified immunity. All right. Virginia became the 16th state in the U.S. to legalize recreational cannabis. Now, if only... The, uh, I hope they're going back and uh, decriminalizing and expunging those records because that's honestly a little more important. Uh, Washington State passed a bill banning all for-profit jails. That's big. Yeah, it's a good one. May. New data found that average life expectancy is rising everywhere. Look at that, all them shit-talkers. 
Uh, a new Alabama law passed which allows for those with past convictions to apply to have their records expunged. I bet a progressive is res- I bet progressives are responsible for that. June, Connecticut became the first state to make all prison phone calls free. Nice. That's awesome. Minnesota became the first state to stop separating incarcerated mothers from their newborns. Yeah, that is pretty vile. Yeah. July, 14-year-old Zayla Avant-Garde, her last name is Avant-Garde, that's fire, <laughs> won the Scripps Spelling Bee after correctly spelling the word Muraya? I, I don't... Mm. Uh. Well, this 14-year-old knows more than I do. Yeah, go, 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 Z- go Zayla. Uh, every public school in California began offering free breakfast and lunch to students. Wow, that, that just started? I mean, we only have free breakfast. Oh, yeah. wait, that's right. Yeah, we have free breakfast, but then you have to... Oh, that's right, yeah. Lunch is based on... That's right. My my poor ass was, uh, was privileged to have... Yeah, I was always on free lunch. Same. Single-parent home. Mm-hmm. The city of Charlottesville removed two Confederate statues after years of of um, efforts by activists, particularly the activist Zayana Bryant, or Zayana Bryant. Go Zayana! In August, for the first time in forty years, the House passed the budget free of the Hyde Amendment. Yo. The state of New York announced a program to forgive one hundred and twenty-five thousand. One hundred twenty-five million. In student loan debt. Nice. Lil Nas X uses music video for Industry Baby to raise money for the bail project. All right. I've donated to the bail project. Yo, go, go Lil Nas X. 95% of individuals eligible to vote in Georgia have registered. Hey, go Stacey Abrams. Who? There you go. Illinois became the first state to require news literacy courses in every high school. Good. Representative Cory Bush spent three nights and three days camped out on the steps of the Capitol, demanding an extension to the eviction mem- moratorium. And she was successful. She the realist. Mexico, oh, September. Mexico became the first country in North America to ban cosmetic testing on animals. California became the first sta- uh, state to outlaw stealthing? Stealthing. Isn't that like... Isn't that like removing a condom during sex without? Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. That is that that is outlawed. That's I'm sure I'm sure a lot of wow wow. Why isn't that already a law? Because it's probably just a more recent like it's probably a more recent thing honestly, like a more rather a more recent like phenomenon. Huh. Jeez. We're gonna talk about this in the new year. There, there's there's a lot of sick people out here. Yeah. France announced that they will offer free birth control to all women up to age 25 beginning January 1st, 2022. Good for uh, you, France. Sorry, sorry, 26-year-olds. I mean, if they're 26, they probably they should have a job by then. <laughs> France is probably paying <laughs> enough to get that birth control. Yeah, they should have a job by then. October, the Federal Labor Labor Board established that athletes at private colleges are considered employees and are eligible to unionize. Nice. The district attorney in Los Angeles moved to dismiss nearly 60,000 cannabis-related convictions. See, that's what we need. Mm-hmm. All, the, all this shit becoming popular, all this, all this shit becoming popular and trendy and cool and actual medicine because white people are doing it. Look at all the people who are behind bars, including white people, who, um, you know, who now can't be a part of this industry. Who deserve to be, who 
basically are part of the reason that we even care. So, so uh, we even care for, you know, for there to be an industry. They, they deserve to be a part of it. They're, these are trailblazers who are just looked at it, who are treated like criminals. Uh, November, Philadelphia became the first U.S. city to ban police from stopping drivers for low-level traffic violations. Good. AMC movie theaters announced that they'll add captions to screens at 240 locations. Am I the only one excited about this? This is a good thing because there's a lot of TV shows and movies that are mixed really poorly for dialogue. Yeah. And December. This is a good one. Canada banned conversion therapy. Conversion therapy is evil. Yeah. Bobby Bostick, who was sentenced to 241 years in prison at just 16, was granted parole and will be released December 2022. We're going to have to look up what he did, or allegedly did. The FDA will per- permanently allow abortion pills to be delivered by mail. Yeah, right. Especially with all these people trying to get into the whole... Stealthing. Yeah. No, not only stealthing, but uh, abortion laws that That's are coming true. into effect. Shout out to Gavin Newsom for doing that law with the, uh, what's it called? Basically flipping the Texas law, but on this, but, but, but for assault rifles mm. rather than abortions. Yeah. And um, it's going to expose the, the hypocrisy of the Supreme Court when they strike that shit down with the quickness. Yeah. Even though they're not doing shit about Texas. But the final slide says, you made it through the year. That's great news. Yes, you did. We made it, y'all. We're basically at the end of the year. Hold on tight. We can do this. We can do this. Yeah. Um, that's all I got. That is all I got, too. We wish you a happy new year. I was going to say we wish you a Merry Christmas or Merry a New Year. Happy New Year. We thank you for listening throughout this year. And uh, we hope you'll join us again in 2022. Please do. How many episodes did we do in 2021, baby? I, I think have we no did, idea. I it had to be like 50. Yeah, I think maybe we missed one or two. Yeah. But I think, wow, look at us. Hype! All right, well, happy yeah. new year, guys. Stay safe. Stay safe. Honestly. COVID numbers are going up again. And and the, it doesn't make people drive better, I assure you that. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, but be sure to follow your favorite co-host and your favorite podcast at, at the Free Show Podcast. Follow Cyrex MC. Follow Super underscore LC. And follow our unofficial sponsor, Mama.LC.Flan. You. Add some sweetness to your life. Oh, wait. 2022, are you bringing us the presidents? 2022, I'm bringing all the presidents, yeah. We gotta do it. We have to do it. We have to do it because too much history is repeating itself. It is. Too much history is repeating itself and we gotta lay it out. All right, well, I'm here for it. I'll bring capitals. Got me gonna speak good. 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 What as we go live with the freak show jam? What as we go live with the freak show jam? Twenty twenty one.